Here we go. It's time for another podcast. <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. Sure does. <laughs> And, of course, this is the week of November 10th. 11th. Yeah, 11th. Again, we're getting a day late on our recording. It's Veterans Day. Veterans Day, Day, sure enough. And both of us are veterans, by the way. We are also two blind brothers telling it the way we see it. That's our tagline on the webpage, by the way. It's dark. Um, well, that's our tagline <laughs> from the web page. That's how we see it. Um, because I thought, hey, that would be a good thing to put in here. And the tagline it may or may not change uh, through time, but that's what it is now. Two Blind Brothers telling it the way we see it. Uh, and I am your host, Keith, and with me today... This is where you say your name. Oh, Terry Helsley, I'm here. <laughs> Taking a nap on me. Hey, and we are doing something a little different today. We're actually recording live, face-to-face, as it were, uh, together in the same room. In person. In living color and all like that. Um, and so uh, hopefully this mic will turn out to be a good one. I, I've used it before, it should. We've updated our photo on our webpage. Yeah, we should have updated. Well, I'm, I'm debating like now. <laughs> I'm debating on keeping the, the, our current photo on the webpage. Right, so that's, that was then, this is um, now. <laughs> because it, it kind of uh, fits. It's, it's us whenever we were like, actually we're only like one and two. Because if it was the summer, we hadn't had our birthdays yet. Right. So you would be one and I'd be two, and we were sitting in high chairs covered in fudgesicles. Yeah. <laughs> and so I may keep it on a web page because it fits the format on the web page, the place where you put your graphic. But on our iTunes, we'll have an updated image of ourselves. And as of this recording, we're not at iTunes yet, but as soon as... We're done. Uh, we're actually recording in Terry's basement. When I get back home, maybe tonight, uh, maybe tomorrow night, because I have some things to do tomorrow morning, uh, I'll, I will definitely uh, get it uploaded and start the process on getting us put into iTunes so that the whole wide world can find us better. You're in Terry's dungeon man cave. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the man cave. Um, but uh, let's move this to our segment of where we call it, What's New? What do you mean? Now, what's the news? Yeah, what's the matter? What you talking about? Just something that happened. It didn't have to be new. It could be a funny family story from ages ago. Or just anything that you want to contribute to our segment here. Well, I have a couple, but... <laughs> you can go first if you want. I was, uh, had my grandson. We were babysitting him yesterday, and, uh, he was... We're talking. I was asking him how well he was doing in school, and because uh, he's in kindergarten, and I said, "Wow, you're doing good for five. He goes, "I'm six years old, Grandpa." And I said, "Oh man, where does this time go? You know, just in a little bit, you're gonna be you're gonna be all grown up, 
You're going to be married and have children. And he said, uh-uh, I don't want no annoying brats. <laughs> like yourself? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny, you know. Oh. <laughs> like, look at America, how annoying could they be? And it's from the same grandson that we, we took him to Lowe's with us to get some more uh, supplies for our home improvement we're doing here. And every time we go to Lowe's, he seems to have to do like most children. It has to go potty. No. And so he knows he exactly where that bathroom is. He held it till we got outside to the parking lot, and he just had to like water my tires on, on the truck. So let it fly. <laughs> Make those tires grow. Yeah. I'm going to pee on your running board, Grandpa. Miracle grow. <laughs> so those are two try. funny ones I had happen recently, but not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, um, mine has to do with a long ago old story which do you ever do you remember living in florida no uh you you remember living in this, just in this house right right yeah well i i have a few memories of living in florida and at the time again we would have been really young uh for me for sure probably two years old or less and and you was was born there so uh you would have been zero to maybe one when we lived there but back in the day, I think I mentioned this before on our earlier podcast, or maybe it was our pilot we didn't uh, have aired yet, uh, that whenever uh, you were born, I kind of resented you because I was forever no longer an only child. Oh, man. Wah. Uh Well, back in the day, uh, of course, you were like going from crawling to toddling, and I always just liked to play by myself, play with my little toys by myself. I really liked Superman. Mom would always make me play with you, but whenever she would actually have me down for a nap, and I could still sort of be an only child, I would like put on a, a, a bath towel around my neck, like a cape, and I would fly through the house, of course, running ah, as I ran through the house. And one of my favorite things to do is. On our back steps at, at the kitchen door, it was about just one, two, two steps, and one more step up into the house. I would just take a flying leap and see how fly, how far I could fly as Superman. <laughs> so I'd be running through the house, ah, slam through the kitchen door, and land. Well, my mom didn't like that. You're gonna hurt yourself doing that. I'm like, no, I'm Superman. I won't get hurt. And I would, I did that a couple times. And next thing I know, she threw some kryptonite in my way. The kitchen door was closed. <laughs> now, I didn't really smack into it, but I just about did. <laughs> As I ran to the, down the hallway to the kitchen. Anyway, that was my, my Superman story from Florida. It was like kryptonite. Stopped you cold. Yeah. There, I've lost my magical powers to fly off the back steps. <laughs> yeah, that's an early memory. I have a funny story. But, uh, so there we go. Just something from our past, uh, recent and old, actually. Mm. And uh, if you have a funny story that you would like to uh, say, hey, there's room to do that. We on our webpage, you can contact us. We have an email there. TSF at that sounds funny dot com. Uh, tsf at that sounds funny dot com or there's an email form you just fill it out and tell us what you want to say uh, but more about that later um, next 
up is headlines. I wonder if we could get, we could open up our phone line and see if any callers want to share do news you, too. Do you want to open the phone line now? Let's do it. Let's open the phone lines after we do our funny news. Oh, okay. Because that way, because we, we, we read from notes when we do this, and we, if we have a caller, it will disturb the, it'll, it'll put a, what's that, disturbance in the force. <laughs> There's a great disturbance in the force. I have a funny news story, kind of, uh, sort of. Uh, in Tokyo, Japan, there was a couple who were arrested. Um, they had 165 dogs in their house. They had a wow. 300 square foot house. Wow. It was covered everywhere with dogs. And poop, I bet. <laughs> Every inch of the floor was covered in feces. What, what's this brown carpeting <laughs> you have in here? Yeah. So it was probably wiggling around, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they, they were sick. They were said they couldn't afford food for the dogs. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was the purpose of the dogs. <laughs> and so, and oh, man. They, they oh, couldn't afford to get them spayed or neutered, so that's why they had so many of them. It's like, well, yeah. Ask me, they should have just made them into doggy kung pao chicken or something. Yeah, so, it was what in Japan or Asia somewhere. Japan. Yeah, they do that over there. Have a uh, doggy chow mein. Uh, <laughs> they, they couldn't afford food, so they had doggy chow mein and <laughs> put the leftovers for the rest of the dog. <laughs> that we just have to see if there's anybody in China with a bunch of cats. They <laughs> have cat chow. Wow. Chinese cat chow. Chow chow chow. <laughs> it's an old commercial for young folks out there. You see Perina cat chow. <laughs> Alright. Well, um, this is, I don't know, this is so funny of a story, but a Wisconsin state trooper stopped a car with a snowmobile on top of it. And thought, well, it's Wisconsin. That's where they have snow. Well, this time of year they probably don't yet. They might. So what's unusual about having to pull some dude over for having a snowmobile? Well, the Polaris was going crossways on top of the car. And it was not tied down. <laughs> <laughs> and so the cop had to pull the Toyota Corolla over and show him the proper way how it should be mounted up on his roof if he's going to carry it that way. He just bought it, by the way. So he was just transporting it home after purchasing it. And he didn't have a trailer, I guess. Uh, and he also... <laughs> get it up there? <laughs> well, they weigh only a few hundred pounds. You get two, two people and you can heave them up there pretty easily. They weigh about, much, about, as, about as much as a lawnmower does. Maybe, maybe a little more. But... Uh, um, but anyway, he should have had to correctly secure it and send him on his way. Uh, hey, do you have another story? Oh, yes. <laughs> I have another one. Uh, in, in, in the news, there's an article in Germany. I thought it said a nude rule. Woo! It says, <laughs> but in Germany, they passed a new rule, a new law in Germany that it, due to the coronavirus that still seems to be plaguing us, um, not anymore because you know who got elected. I had to cough there. <laughs> Due to the uh, coronavirus, you, uh, if you own a dog, you you have to. You're mandatory. You have to walk your dog twice a day. It's just a silly law, or you know they made it to a law. You know, just something 
you know, different, but I, I could have sworn that it said nude rule, so hey, nude I had rule. to check Walk it out. Walk your dog That's naked. A, maybe it is clothing optional in Germany. I don't know. Well, in Germany, it's, it could be hard to tell. <laughs> of course, the dog, well, the, dogs wear sweaters sometimes, so maybe the dog had to be nude and the person had to be nude, or maybe you alternate. <laughs> Twice a day, you know. First in the morning, the person's nude. Afternoon, doggy. Oh wow! And All right. Well, do you hmm. have another story yourself? Yeah, this one is another vehicle story. Uh, in uh, let's see, it says cranes lift Dutch runaway train off sculpture. Uh, I thought cranes. Do they mean like birds? Well, no. It's just regular, you know, lifting cranes. And I thought. They, they had to lift a train off of a sculpture and what had happened is a runaway like a subway elevated type train ran it ran off its track it hit one of the uprights on the elevated track and it landed on a sculpture of a whale on the whale tail, on the tail. <laughs> it was balanced on a whale tail, tail of a whale. I, I guess there was a, there's no songs involved in this story <laughs> but uh, they, they, it was just balanced there, and they actually had to take some cranes, and, and, and they finally got it lifted off of the whale tail. <laughs> anyway, weird. And the sculpture was actually called, I think it was called Saved by the, something about the whale tail. That was the actual name of the sculpture was... Something like that, saved by the whale tail or something. Saved by the tail. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, one, uh, the last one that I have was, uh, there's an American man living in Thailand, and he went to a resort, and he stayed in the resort, and he uh, didn't want to pay uh, the $16 fee for the porter, the person who carries your luggage. Red, yeah. cap, red cap. Yeah. So he didn't want to pay him. Or he didn't want to pay the charge. He's being charged for it. Didn't want to pay it. So he decided that he would go out on the internet, like some people do, to Yelp or whatever. And he gave the uh, hotel a bad review. And so the hotel um, is pressing charges against a guy, and he may serve five years in jail for a $16 fee. So. Because yeah, you like slander, slander again, their name or something? Be careful what you put out there on the internet. Because <laughs> he, he slandered their name or something? That's why? Right. Well, that's what I guess that's what they're saying. Uh, you know, well, give them a bad review. But yeah. well, well, you know, when it comes to slander, if it's the truth, it's not slander. But it does sound like the guy, he, it, it wasn't that the service was bad. It was a good service, but he was saying it's bad. So that, that would fall in that category. Wow. Warning. Yeah, I, I've heard of hotels doing this. You go, you complain about your room because of this and because of that, and maybe maybe rightly so, but because your attitude is so snotty, maybe the person that cleans your room doesn't do a very good job. Or maybe they clean your toilet with the provided toothbrush. <laughs> or some other gross thing while you're there. Uh, so, yeah, they have... Subtle, passive-aggressive ways of getting back sometimes. Um, now, I I actually have two more stories. You want to listen to both or just one? I don't care. I got a I've got a top twelve list. And what's top no, ten? I, 
I have an animal story and I have a uh, story about a big family. Eedy, meedy, meedy. You could probably tell both. They're probably short. Yeah, well. In Florida, uh, go Gators! Deputies remove a four-foot gator from a school playground. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, well, it is Florida, so... The four-foot gator uh, is found there on the playground, of course, and uh, the school mascot happens to be a gator who wears an orange, I guess, shirt or something. Uh, the, the deputies released it back to the swamp, but not, but not before they named it Everglade. Oh. So they returned poor little old Everglade back to the swamp, so no little uh, lunchable snacks for him made up of kids on the playground. Because <laughs> gators might look harmless, but even the small ones, they, they could be dangerous. Oh, yeah. Whenever we, when I was in the military, Veterans Day, yay! Uh, down in Panama, the canal zone, the first military housing they put us in was right on the canal, right next to a little backwater where there was seen to be a gator, and he was a lot bigger than four foot. And so I told my wife to make sure that she didn't let the kids play outside don't alone. Feed them children. <laughs> there was a playground around back. They could play in the back, but don't let them outside alone. Uh, also, in that same stretch, we're in the jungle at this point. I mean, jungle. There's a, a military post out there that we were assigned to guard. And we, we went there one night at oh, 2 a.m. And we're in the guard van. And the sergeant of the guard stops and I look up ahead, and there's a log across the road. I'm like, oh, you want to hop out and move the log? No, no, just wait. And suddenly the log <laughs> disappeared as it crawled across the road. <laughs> it was this anaconda. And that sucker, I, I thought it was a tree. That's how big around it was. It had to have been eight to ten inches around. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we lived at. There's a big freaking snake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a bonus uh, animal story for you. But my my last one has to do with the Michigan couple has 14 sons what? and they welcome their first daughter. Holy cow. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> After nearly three decades from the time the first child was born, they finally have a girl. Uh, the Schwans, I think that's her name, are local uh, I don't know, uh, celebrities. They've been on news, sometimes national news, because of the size of their growing family. They even have a streaming show, which I don't know if it's on YouTube, but it's on one of the streaming platforms, called 14 Outdoor, or 14 Woodsmen. And they're thinking they may have to rename the show. <laughs> and a girl. <laughs> 14 Woodsmen, plus one. Yeah, so that's that's my, my bonus uh, news. Yeah. So, let's, it's time to open up our phone lines. I if we we have phone lines, right? You certainly think of everything, don't you, kid? <laughs> We're gonna do the live listener call in. So if you're out there and you want to call in to participate, well, and what comes next? Here's your chance. Okay. Well, we got our phone lines turned on. Let's we'll uh -huh. see if anybody calls. But 
Yeah, well, we uh, let's play the the Jeopardy theme song. And well, we're waiting for someone to call. Hey, do you want to start doing your top ten list while we wait, and we can always get back if we're interrupted or or? Sure, we could. I have a top ten list of famous people and their last words. Oops. There's our first caller now. Well, let's see who this is. Hello. Hello. Looks like do we have a first our first live caller on the phone. <laughs> What's you your name and where are you from? Oh, my name is Jill Kelly and I'm from Illinois. I don't want to put out too much. You might have stalkers. You might have stalkers come and get you. Yeah. And so, uh, so actually, this this is somebody that we both know uh, because we were gonna have a podcast that included her from the beginning, but we thought we would test drive it first and then invite her in if we have to. I guess yeah, it's our little sister, our little baby sister. And so, we were just up to our top twelve our list yeah. of stuff. And, so, uh, so, oh, cool! What are they? You can call and you can poke fun at him like we do yeah okay um i actually had wound up with 12 there was a bigger list but i was like well i'll take a few of these and so this is famous people and what was noted as their final words ah! before they died <laughs> so it's like look at me mom i was hoping to say what i, I wonder do? what happens if i push this <laughs> but um let's see uh, one Elvis Presley, he told his fiance, I'm going to the bathroom to read. Yeah. He, he, he may have done more than read while he was in there. <laughs> and so, he, you know, that's the story. He was found dead on the bathroom floor. Two. I think Frank Sinatra, he said, he died shortly after saying, I'm losing it. And that was Frank Sinatra's right. last words recorded. I, I, I guess he didn't do it his way, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I did it my way. Three. Notre Dame said, at sunrise tomorrow, I will not be here. Because he, predict, <laughs> he predicted us. He predicted things. <laughs> he was a famous prophet. Oh. Yeah. Number four. Harriet Tubman's. Final words were swing load sweet chariot. And she died. The famous uh, lady who would rescue the slaves. What's it called? The, right. the railroad. Underground, Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad. Yeah. The sweet That's chariot came cool. and got her. Number five. Marie Antoinette. Her last words on her way to the guillotine. What's wrong with the cake? <laughs> she, she stepped on the executioner's foot and said, in French, pardon, but I'll translate. Pardon, said, pardon, pardon, pardon me, mister. <laughs> you know, pardon Pardonnez-moi, monsieur. <laughs> so there you go. And, and then what's wrong with that cake? Go ahead and eat it. <laughs> Here's number six. Buddy Rich. Famous drummer. He died after saying, I can't take country music. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it didn't have a beat for him, huh? <laughs> he was a rock and roll? No, he, he was a, well, he started out in jazz bands. Uh, he was a really famous drummer. 
Uh, I don't know what his whole career was, but uh, he did a lot of drum solos and uh, really good. Number seven. Johnny Ace, who was also another R&B singer, after his concert, he had a loaded pistol and he said, let me prove to you that it's not loaded. Dun, dun, dun. So there's one of those. <laughs> there is one of them in there. And <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> I'll show you. Bam. Number eight. And then uh, Ben Franklin, his final words was, a dying man can do nothing easy. So it must not be very hard to die. I, I, I thought maybe it was like had to do with like, electricity. Shocking. <laughs> Give me my kite. <laughs> Let's see. When, whenever I go, put me on the $50 bill. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> James W. Robinson, who was a uh, convicted murderer, was put in front of a firing squad, and they asked what he wanted. His final request was a bulletproof jacket. Yeah, that would be <laughs> not, not, I want to die of old age or something, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ten. Let's see, they got Michael Landon uh, of Heaven... Bonanza fame, Little House yeah. on the Prairie, Highway to Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, his last words were, it's time to move on. I love you all. You know, so he that's, did. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I, I guess it's... He's on up to the east side. Yeah. <laughs> and then... What, uh, to the pearly gates in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven. Vince Lombardi turned to his wife. I believe her name was Clara. Just turned to his wife and said, Happy anniversary. I love you. And he died. <laughs> They've moved the goalpost on me. Because wasn't he a famous football coach? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, what, uh, Foul. They called it a foul. She got her long awaited anniversary present. I guess. <laughs> He's gone. She's a finally. widow. <laughs> Eleven. Mr. John Wayne. Turned to his wife and kind of pretty much said, to, uh, "Of course I know who you are. I love you. You're my girl." <laughs> I thought I was going to see a horse. Because <laughs> of all of his cowboy movies. And I believe that's all. That's twelve horse, of them there. Or saddle up, let's go. <laughs> I ended it with uh, that thing. Yeah, pilgrim. <laughs> or the, he, on the cowboys movie, you always say, "You're burning daylight." We were burning daylight, Pilgrim, Shadow. Yep. They would have been funnier. <laughs> but I believe that was the last one on my list. All right. L left it, left it, ended it with John Wayne. All right. Now comes the time for our quiz. Mary, you don't have to be so nervous. Oh, gee whiz. And uh, actually, on our website, that sounds funny.com. You can find this quiz. I spent all day yesterday building a quiz <laughs> for our webpage. And you right now as we're recording, it's actually done as a private page. So only the per people who are logged into the site can see it, which mainly is like me. Uh, but I can <laughs> once we get our show uploaded and posted I can put a short code in there and it'll 
they'll automatically put the quiz right into our show notes. So as you're listening to this, visit our site and you can take the quiz along with us and see how bad Terry messes it up. Or not. <laughs> or in this case, Jill, too, if she wants to take our quiz. Yeah, I'll play along. Uh, it's a, a daily uh, a word of the week quiz. I have five different words and five different definitions. Each definition goes to one of the words. So you'll, you'll, you'll hear the definitions over again as we go through the words. The first word is mufti. M-U-F-T-I. It is a noun. Mufti. Now here's... We're, we're trying to keep this G-rated, right? Ooh, what you said. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it is. This is actually a G-rated word. Get your minds out of the gutter. <coughs> well, I'm thinking of muffins, so... <laughs> the muffin man, the mufti man. Uh, here is one of the definitions. Definition A. Marked by... Um, or... Proceeding from undue haste or caution. Marked by undue haste or caution. Is that the definition? Let me read some more. Oh, okay. Is there more to select from? Yeah. <laughs> definition it must be that one if there's no B, more. <laughs> definition B. Uh, ordinary dress as distinguished from that of an occupation such as civilian clothes worn by a person in the armed forces. Is that what Mufti is? Or, definition C, to expose the sham or falseness of. Definition D, a heavily wooded area, a wild or uncultivated region, uh, and uh, finally, definition E, because there's, there's five choices here. Being that one part could be replaced by another, uh, uh, interchangeable or flexible. So interchangeable or flexible, is that what Mufti means? I will say option F, like I used to get in high school. Uh, all of the above. <laughs> None of the above. No, it, no. it is, it is one of these. It's the, I think it's number one. What do you say? I say D. Uh, e is flexible, interchangeable. D is what I'm thinking. So Jill chooses E. D. D. Oh, D. D, like D is to expose a sham or false. I'm just uh, guessing. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, she's what? guessing. Uh, let's see. A was marked by undue haste. To I say it's A. Okay, Terry says A and Jill says D. Yeah. Uh, oh man. It, it was. It was actually B. B. Uh, Uniform thing. An ordinary dress, different from an occupation, as in Sylvain clothes worn by armed forces. So if you go out in your civvies, you're going out in mufti. Your mufties. I have got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> you guys shouldn't know that one. Well, I also almost, like you said, musty. Mufti. Like, M- it's M- musty. M-U- yeah. Mike Uniform Frank T- Tango India. <laughs> mufti. Or well, I thought you were saying like muff key. Like I said key. So it's like, hmm, a key. All right. Well, All right. that was our, our first qu- <laughs> word. Um, These are hard. 
<laughs> Our second <laughs> word. Now, did, did, all these aren't really all that difficult. A couple of them. Oh, yeah. A, a couple of them. Because you know all the answers. <laughs> a couple of them are. Well, I didn't know before I did the quiz. I had to write like a thousand times on the website here to make it work. Um, the next one is called fungible. Uh, it's an adjective, fungible. Now, the same options. Now, well, you know it's not B because B went to the first one, right? So, the first definition is... Uh, we need to marked like marked by undue haste is, is option A. We can, we can skip B. Option C, to expose as sham or falseness of, fungible. Uh, D, fungible, a heavily wooded area, a wild or uncultivated place, or fungible is being of an interchangeable nature, interchangeable, flexible. I say it's in the woods with all the other fun guys. I'm going to guess E, because I think it sounds interchangeable, but once again, I don't know. We have a winner! <laughs> it is option E. Who? What? Get, give the lady a cigar. <laughs> oh, man. Terry, can you have the big, long, pink, fuzzy snake or something? Oh. We'll uh, get it right. I'll get it right soon because the answers are <laughs> dwindling away. Dwindling down. Yeah. You get a 50-50 chance. You wh we'll whittle it down eventually. <laughs> um, <Man>. Okay. <laughs> i got to find the right spot here. Okay. Our next word is debunk. Oh, no. debunk. It is a verb. Debunk. Debunk bed. I don't know. Uh, and the <laughs> marked by undue haste or caution is option A. We already did option B. Option C to expose as a sham. Uh, definition D, oh, a heavily wooded area. It's got to be C. So we're down to a heavily wooded area, expose, or uh, undue a. haste. Um, uh, undue haste was the first one. I'm doing C. Uh, it, yeah. It was, yeah. it was C. Oh, I got one. Woo, we're uh, tied. To, uh, de tied. to debunk is, is to ex ex expose as a chamber falseness. Um, uh, the fourth one, wield. Let me spell it for you. W e a l d. Wield. It is a noun. It's like weld. We, yeah, it's kind of like weld. Wield. Wield. Oh, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, I think it's just one one syllable. Like anyway, the the definitions that are available is marked by undue haste or caution. Uh, it was A, B we did, C we D did, was D. D, was the D the is a heavily wooded area, That's a wild place, and E we already did. So it's got to either be A or 50, 50 chance. D. Oh. I'm going to guess D. Ding, ding, it is D. <laughs> I was going to uh, say that too. So that means our last word... There's only one option left. Oh, no, I'm going to get this one wrong. Debunk. <laughs> debunk. Debunk is our last word. I thought it, we just did that word was debunk. Wait a minute. 
Wilder? No, we, it, it was... Uh, Debunk was before the Wilder show. It, okay, hello. We did uh, Fungible. We did uh, what's Mufti, Fungible. We did, oh, yeah, we did do Debunk, okay. Wield, we did. Oh, okay, Rash. Rash is the last one, I'm sorry. Rash? Rash. Rash? It oh, is yeah, don't an be adjective, so rash. rash. Like, don't be so rash, so hasty. Yeah, don't undo haste or caution. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. I got it right. I, I, I should start to tossing in a, an extra one or, or, or having All of the above. four <laughs> words or five responses or something. None of the above. Right. In college, they had answers like A and C, or B and C, or B and A. Well, yeah, I, I, I could do that. I, I could do that because, like, Wield had uh, three different <coughs> options. Uh, I'm sorry, two options. Uh, two, a wild or uncultivated r remote region, option one. A heavily wooded area, forest. So I could have broke it up and, and have an extra ones and say, it's option C and D or whatever. <laughs> Maybe I could do that. Thanks for your idea. <laughs> because some words have... Next time I won't be on the show to do the quiz, you'll have to call our other brother to do oh. the next quiz show. <laughs> you, you can come back. See, we have segments. We, we have, you know, a, a, a recent or funny family story at the beginning, and we have news articles. Yeah. So you can come back and you can contribute to those. We're going to do want. the Jeopardy theme there, but then, you know, Alex Trebek just recently passed away, so. Yeah, he might uh, send down thunder from heaven on us or something. Yeah. What else we got? Comment here real quick on your first show. You were talking about O and M. Yeah. And I thought I told one of my instructors that I thought O and M meant obstacles and maneuvering. <laughs> that and could be <laughs> orientation and mobility. Oh. Oranges and mangoes. Well, this is where we move into our anchor topic. main topic of the week and as you mentioned uh, O&M uh, there's seven major areas that a blind person might go through and they go through a rehab facility and we like to talk about that because sometimes people say how do you guys do what you do are you sure you're blind and stuff like that there and they sometimes want to know what's difficult about being uh blind well today's topic is going to be living skills kitchen organization cooking am i sparking any ideas what what comes to mind if, if whenever you went to the blindness rehab center and they said we're going to teach you how to cook in the kitchen i said yummy 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 i get to eat cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like the wimpy from Popeye. I will gladly pay you two. Undercover days. meatballs. Oh, those are good. <laughs> and and so somebody might say, well, how do you cook in the kitchen without chopping your finger off? Or how do you know that the biscuits are brown? So, Jill, you're you're a female. How do you? <laughs> what are your your kitchen tips? Your Martha Stewart tips of the week? 
put me on the spot. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It, all, all unplanned, of course. This segment is to always totally unplanned. Um, well, I like using, like, my food processor for chopping. The food? It cuts no. up everything real quick and nice and small. Right. They do teach you other ways of doing it. I have a knife with a guide on it for slicing. And it works really well on tomatoes and onions if you want to have a slice of tomato on a hamburger or... And it makes the, the slices the perfect size and yeah. keeps your fingers away from the blade, you know? Um, the biscuits in the oven, when they're done, I just pull them out and dump them, and if they're hard, that's when they're done. <laughs> it's great for cutting cheese, too. Yeah, well... really that knife. I've never used it for cutting cheese. Yeah, I... I, I used to cut the cheese with my knife all the time. <laughs> I got some grandkids who cut the cheese, anyway. but it's not with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, when it comes, like you said, with cutting, you know, food processors are a safe way to go. Uh, and, you know, they, they make them so good these days, you just, hey, drop in your celery or your onion and chop them right up. Right, because I've noticed if you use a blender, it just liquefies everything. Yeah, it, it kind of purees uh, <laughs> stuff. Uh, I mean, back in the day before, they had a lot of food processors, but they've been around for a long time. Uh, I remember uh, watching Grandma cook. And you know she would just like take a knife and cut the onion in half, and then she would uh, like to, to to dice it. She would cut like a crosshatch pattern across the face of the onion. Like tic tac toe. Yeah. yeah like a, and and just go in you know about half the depth of your of your paring knife, and then you just uh, slice across it. And as you slice it, all those little pieces will fall off, and then you have diced onion. You don't have to worry about chopping or getting your fingers in the way. Uh, so that's that's. They do a, make a lot of handy gadgets for chopping, though, a lot of different kinds. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of gadgets that anybody could use, and they really right. enhance a, a blind person in the kitchen. And like, and as you mentioned, they have knives with a guide on them, which I have to say, about well, eleven years ago, I, I went to. Uh, uh, a, re, a, vet, a VA rehab and they gave me one of those knives and they're not cheap they cost like I think 30 bucks and I brought it home I said to my wife look what I got she goes oh thanks and she grabbed it threw it in a drawer I have not seen it since I'm like that's my oh, knife my give me back my knife <laughs> I use it quite regularly <laughs> well, you took my knife I haven't seen it in, t in 11 years now it's somewhere <laughs> somewhere in the house I guess Never been used, as far as I know. Maybe it has. Yeah. Mine is used quite often. Yeah. They teach you different ways how to hold something onto a cutting board so you don't cut your fingers. You know? Yeah, there's certain techniques where, uh, like, like, like again, say you have a potato and you want to slice it up. You can, like I said, cut it so there's a flat end exposed, and then you can put your fingers at the edge and you can feel as you slide back about oh, a quarter of an inch or however thick you want your slice and you just use your the back of your finger like your fingernails as your knife slides down to touch the potato uh, you could use that as as a guide uh, you have to kind of be careful with that but that's one way how to do it that way it keeps your fingers closed the knife is always positioned there yeah, yeah. My other favorite thing is I have a pan. I told him 
at the school I went to, when I try to drain noodles, the colander tips over. So the pan that I have has a colander inside of it that you can cook the noodles in it, and when you're ready to drain it, you just pull oh. that colander out, right? Dump your water out, put your noodles back in your pan. Like like a double boiler. Only yeah. the top part of the double boiler is the colander. Wow. That, or I've been known to just leave that part in the sink because it does have a flat bottom and cook my noodles in the pan and then dump them into that. Ah, that would work. Yeah. yeah. So some kind of handy tips that people know how blind people cook in the kitchen. I, I know you mentioned just genius. you just kind of pull the biscuits out and if they're hard then they're done. <laughs> like a hockey puck. <laughs> yeah. Like Ellie Mae's biscuits on <laughs> What I was going to say is often when it comes to things like biscuits or things a timer is about the best way if you want to be consistent. Uh, you just take your regular timer, you just twist it up to make timer, it start. use Siri. And to make it start ticking. And then you, countdown timers. And then you drop it back down, you know, like bump it to 30 minutes and drop back down to the actual minutes you want. Which yeah. you, you can generally tell because there's bumps, the numbers are bumped up. Um, but then you just go off the timer. And oh. if, if five minutes is enough, then great. It's if, all making me hungry. If, oh. if ten minutes, <laughs> but, but and the same oh. with meat. Uh, we've done this where you want to cook bacon. Well, instead of trying to flip it over in the pan, you just put it on a cookie sheet and put it in the oven for I forget it's like an it's hour. Not, no, it's not very long. <laughs> I, I forget. I have done a while. But it's like maybe five ten minutes. I usually microwave my bacon. It takes a, a, approximately a minute a slice. It depends on your microwave, though. Some, of course, have higher temperatures than others. Right. And I have a special tray that's got grooves in it and a lid on it. So you lay your bacon on that, put the lid on it. Is that a George Foreman grill? No, <laughs> that's something else. That, it's, it's similar bacon to a George Foreman grill, microwave. but it's plastic. All right does have those grooves but I had a really good uh, counselor that got me a lot of this stuff I guess what do you call them uh, what do you call those counselors from the VR. Department of Rehabilitation um, VR counselors aren't they VR yeah, visual rehab is what they call them counselors or, she was or, a really good counselor and anything I needed for the house to help cooking easier she would bring me things that I didn't even know about all right. Um, yeah. Well, I think your your rehab teachers love you because they they must hate me and Terry because they never come around showing us handy gadgets. Because <laughs> we were veterans, that's why they say you go to the VA. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're a veteran and you find yourself being blind, uh, the VA they hook you up. They get you things that sometimes your state agency just won't or can't or or don't do. Uh, and and this kind of goes back to our the item one on our blindness rehab list is to qualify you don't have to be blinded in service you don't have to be blinded in combat action you you could uh, live a ripe old age and be 60 75 years old and suddenly you lose your eyesight because of natural causes or whatever, now, or whatever. now you may not get disability compensation out of it but because you're a veteran, uh, you can go to a VA center 
and we see rehab. This kind of harkens back to point number one, which is our actually our unaired pilot, which we may end up airing eventually sometime. Uh, but anyway, the the point here, not to drag this out too much, is uh, for blind people. There's commercial products that everybody uses, and they work well because they they are safe and they protect your fingers and they're easy to do. Uh, using a timer to make sure things like you know bacon or cakes or whatever are done, and if they're not, well, you adjust your time a little bit more, a little bit less. And once you land on that sweet spot, now you know. Um, so those are some some hints of the day. Um, and for for other blind people that that are in the state of Illinois that's listening, they have a thing in Springfield, Illinois, for, called the Illinois Adaptive technology program where you can get a lot of devices uh, that we've talked about here or in the past or future that you know you can use anywhere in your house uh, it's like checking stuff out at the library you know you can go there in person and take a tour and see what might be available and work for you to help you get better you know right. um, devices for your bathroom your kitchen your all through your house they have different Devices like, that you can check out, like, like a, a talking, library. talking bathroom scale. Instead of laying down, I don't know, a hundred bucks to buy a scale, you, maybe they have one that you can borrow. So you can check so it out. It's Illinois Adaptive Technology. If you heard about using GPS and no, you want to try it out, rather than, rather than <laughs> spending a thousand bucks for a device, right. you, if they have one, they'll loan it to you to check right. out. There's different ways to get different devices. You know, veterans, they can get it for you. The the state and Local VR counselors, and then we, you know, in Illinois, we have that that program too. You know, so there's lots of stuff to help. You know, so but uh, and, and, and of course, I thought you were going to to make another plug for a certain blindest group that you're involved with. Oh, the Madison County, sure, but well, we do that later. But you know. all right, well then. Uh, the next thing to do is, do you have any closing thoughts of the week? Uh. <laughs> okay, that's not shot. <laughs> Check out the Madison County Blind at www.mcabil.org. We're actually having a meeting uh, tomorrow, the first Thursday of the month after the election, because the the room was still full of polling machines. <laughs> right, you usually have the first Thursday, but because of elections, you had to be set back It'll a be week. Tomorrow, the twelfth of. November. So just like the elections are dragging on and being postponed, so has your meeting been. Yeah. One of these days we'll have a president. Maybe maybe before January 20th. I'm the, I'm the president. <laughs> I'm the president of the Madison County Blind. There you go. You, you are the president. You are the... And I have a woman vice president. <gasps> there we go. See, you're progressive on that. My, my closing thought is this. I just bought a new special limited edition thesaurus. When I got it, all the pages were blank. I don't have words to express how mad I am. What's that one? Give us because uh, I didn't have one. But. Okay, here, here's the one for you because you don't have one. I
push-up today. Well, <laughs> well actually, my, I fell down. My closing thought is this. <laughs> and I had to use my arms to get I back up. I just bought a new special so, limited edition thesaurus. <laughs> when I got it, all the pages no, were chocolate. blank. And <laughs> <laughs> a donut. So, there we have our closing thoughts. And we had our special guest host on today, uh, Jill. But this is where we sign off, and Terry already put his words in there for the MCAB. So all I have to say is look for us coming soon on iTunes, or what are they called? Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts and other places like Google Play and things. I may be getting the artwork all under control. Hey, make sure you check out our Word of the Week quiz on the webpage. For now, I'll just put a uh, either a link or a short code <laughs> on the notes, and uh, you can you can follow along with the quiz. So Don't we, forget to send us money for that seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar webpage. Yeah, we, we're st we're still holding out for that. So donate today. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find out how to donate, just send us an email. We'll tell you how to donate. <laughs> we'll send you our address. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll send you my address for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Even if you're a stalker, you give me $700,000, I'll definitely give you my address. You, come and get me, come and get me. Give me your address, I'll come to you in person, you can write the check. Well, there we, go. we won't see you coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, anyhow, this is your host, Keith, signing off. Thanks for listening. We'll be at, back at you next week with some more fun stuff about two blind brothers and his sister. Who tells it like they see it? See, I told you that we could change our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> so, that sounds funny. That does sound funny. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.